and welcome to the High Vibe Human Podcast. I'm your host, Lexi Johnson from Educating Earthlings. This podcast is all about raising your vibrations to connect with yourself on a deeper level. We talk about everything high vibe, including wellness, human design, nutrition, relationships, spirituality, meditation, hormone healing, crystals, astrology, female empowerment, and so much more. We'll chat with some amazing humans who radiate positivity, inspiration, and authenticity. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. I can't wait to vibe with you. Love and light from your host, Lexi. Hey everyone, what is up? This is going to be one of the first solo episodes that I will release. So I'm really excited to dive into um, just a solo episode here with me, your host, Lexi from Educating Earthlings. Um, And today we're going to be talking about human design and what it's all about and kind of um, how you're going to hear about it in this podcast and then like where it came from and how it was created and everything like that. And I'm super excited because this is a huge passion of mine. I dove into human design about a year and a half ago when I was going through a really major life change um, in my life. I was struggling in my personal relationship and my relationship with myself. And um, yeah, it was it was really hard not feeling understood by my partner and not being able to communicate with him um, effectively. So I ended up going to talk therapy and um, also discovered human design. At the same time, I started going to talk therapy. So it was just like a really um, big awakening and a big shift in my life. I was already kind of like a spiritual person um, and human design connected my spiritual self with like the physical um, form, I believe. I, I don't really know how else to explain it. Um, human design takes into a lot of ancient spiritual traditional um, practices like the chakra system, astrology, the Chinese I Ching, and the Kabbalah or the Tree of Life. Um, and then it also takes into account a lot of modern science. So it just really resonated me with me um, when I heard about my energy type and what everything, what my chart was saying about me, I just resonated with it so much. And I started sharing it with family and friends. And I finally, I started using it with my clients and everyone just loves it. And, um, yeah, I, I wanted to create this podcast that's centered around human design because I feel like there's not really anything else out there that's just focusing on, um, human design and showcasing people who are living by their design beautifully. So yeah, in the rest of this um, episode, we're going to dive into a little bit more about the history behind human design, what it is, and how you're going to hear it in this um, throughout the podcast. So basically, um, human design is here to show us that we are all different. Um, The only way, the only reason that we're all the same is because we are all created from basically like the same physical form. So the human design um, experiment is what it's called. 
um, it it takes into account the Big Bang Theory. And I'm sure all of you are aware of this theory. Basically, uh, two opposite forces collided in the universe and created what we ha- we call the universe today. Um, and so human design dives into that a little bit more. And it's crazy because I just like it blew my mind. I just, I was like, this makes so much sense. Um, so I'll get into that in a minute, but I wanted to kind of talk about like, what it, what is it all about first? So, um, it shows us what we have, um, is a unique and specific design and a unique and specific purpose here on this earth. When I look at a human design chart, I can really see your energetics and how you flow with the universe, um, and what you need to, do in order to achieve your purpose and share your gifts and just like become your most authentic self in this lifetime. And when we use human design as a tool um, versus versus more like a rule, I guess. That rhymes. I like that. <laughs> human design is a tool. It's not a rule. So using human design as a tool uh, for personal growth and um, just to become more authentically ourselves is what I believe is like the best ever way of, um, yeah, just living. So once I was able to like live by my design and um, my authority and like my strategy and everything like that, we'll talk about that later. Um, I was able to manifest my dream life and it's still in the process of, uh, manifesting itself, but everything is falling into place exactly how it should. And it's just, it's beautiful to finally feel like I'm achieving what I want (laughs) all thanks to human design. I mean, okay. Thanks to myself as well, but thanks to this tool that helped me and guided me to where I am today. Um, And the cool thing, too, about human design is it doesn't ask you to believe in anything. It's not like a religion or anything like that. But what it does is it invites you to participate in a life-transforming living experiment. That's why we call it the human design experiment. Um, It provides you with tools and information that you need to live your life as your whole and authentic self. And that's why I like to use it and show share it with my clients as a tool not as a rule so your chart is going to show you who you authentically are um who you really are and how to be yourself versus how to be what society has created created you to be um and then it provides you with the tools you need to be aware and awake so like woke (laughs) human design is about to get you woke af okay um so there are two things that that human design is is focuses on in order to live your woke self and your most authentic self and the first one is your strategy and that correlates with your energy type and then the second thing is your authority and that correlates with the um energy center where you're going to be making your decisions Another thing that your chart reveals is how you best like communicate with others and how other people you can understand other people and how other people can understand you. Um, and if everyone knew their human design and shared it with the world, um, then I just I know for a fact that everyone would be so much more light and abundant and um, authentic, obviously, and just like, 
everyone would flow with ease and get whatever they wanted because they were being true to themselves and their authentic selves. Um, there's a quote by the founder. His name is Ra Aruhu. And he says, if you live by your personal strategy and your authority, there is nothing to do. The doing happens and you are not interfering. So literally it's like, what you want manifests in the physical so much quicker when you are living by your personal strategy and your authority. And it's crazy because just those two things can make so much of a difference. So if you book a one-on-one session with me, we'll definitely dive deep into your chart um, and hit on your personal strategy and your personal authority so that you can really manifest what it is that you desire. Um, Okay, so let's just... Hey there, we are taking a quick break from this episode to talk about the sponsor for today. And today's sponsor is Educating Earthlings. I wanted to take a minute and talk about what Educating Earthlings has to offer. So if you don't know, um, Educating Earthlings started out as my personal blog. Um, I was just starting it to share some vegan recipes as I transitioned to the new lifestyle um, of eating a plant-based diet. And it grew into something so much more than just posting recipes. Um, I started talking more about wellness and people started reaching out to me um, for tips and help on what to do for different wellness, you know, goals. Um, So I started a couple programs and um, now you can find two different programs um, on my website. We have a vegan starter guide, which is a six week long little workshop that I guide you through um, to your new vegan lifestyle. Um, And then my second program, it's brand new. It's called Authentically You. And this program is all about uncovering who you truly are. It gives you an excuse to be authentically you. We talk about human design and how to manifest, digest life, um, consume food, everything that has to do with wellness. We are going to cover in that authentically you workshop. And I am super excited to get started with you guys. So... Thank you for listening and make sure to go check out educating-earthlings.com for all of the new updates. Um, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to my blog's um, newsletter via email, and head over to Instagram and follow me at educating-earthlings and also follow this podcast account at High Vibe Human. Thank you guys. I love you so much. Back to the episode. Kind of do like uh, a brief overview of um, the different types. So there are five different human design energy types. So when you look up your chart, if you have the opportunity to look it up right now, go to mybodygraph.com and put in your birth information, um, even down to the minute. Make sure that you have the correct minute, um, not necessarily because it can change by minute to minute, but it could. Um, so if if you are born at, you, you think you're born around 8.30 a.m., 
like whatever in the morning. So you put, you plug that in, but you're actually born at 838 or something. So that, that could change your chart a little bit. It might not change your energy type completely, but it can change what your chart looks like and what we're seeing on um, on your chart. So just make sure to double check with your parents, check your birth certificate. If you have, if you don't have access to either of those things, there are um, like special astrologists that are able to determine your birth time, um, which is super interesting. I would love to like have a conversation with one of those people someday or like do an astrological reading. Um, but anyways, so make sure you have your birth time. Um, and then you'll be able to find your human design energy type. So the five energy types are generators, manifesting generators, projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. So um, generators and manifesting generators make about 70% of us on the earth. So the majority of us are going to be generators are manifesting generators. Um, projectors are about 20%. Manifestors are about 8 or 9%. And then reflectors are about 1% or 2% of the population. So that's just kind of the breakdown on how many people are going to have each energy type. So generators and manifesting generators will have the same strategy. Um, a manifesting generator is a generator that also has their throat energy center defined and it's connected to one of their motors. So the generator and manifesting generator's um, strategy is to respond. And what they need to do is to respond to their gut instinct. Um, and they need to follow their gut instinct. And they need to do what lights them up. If it's something that that lights them up, they're going to feel energized and they're going to feel excited. And it's, it's literally a feeling that you will get in your stomach. Um, sometimes it even comes out of your mouth like, like a ooh or a ah, or um, maybe you'll even say something like if, if it doesn't align with you or you're not into it, like uh-uh or ooh, something where where you're physically speaking and like pushing out words. Um, listen to that if you're a generator or manifesting generator. Um, manifesting generators tend to jump on things a little bit quicker because they have that manifester trait to them. Um, and they do have a lot more energy and they're capable of doing more than just one thing. So you'll see a lot of successful manifesting generators that work uh, full-time at corporate and then have like two or three side hustles and they're doing fine. They're, they have like plenty of energy and they're super successful. Um, but manifesting generators run into a little bit of an issue where they jump on things too quickly before they are fully aligned. So society might call them like quitters or they um, start too many projects and they never finish anything. If this sounds like you, make sure that before you start something, you're really aligned with it in your gut first. Um, or you can just say, you know what? F you guys, this is how I function. I need to try everything in life in order to see if I'm, you know, aligned with it or not. And it's all up to what you prefer. <laughs> so um, like I said, human design is an experiment. And if something resonates with you, that's awesome. Keep it and keep it in your little toolbox. And if something doesn't quite resonate with you or doesn't resonate with you yet, then just let it go. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to define you. This is this is a tool. It's an experiment to help us grow into our authentic selves. Okay, so generators and manifesting generators have um, that strategy of 
of responding to their gut. So let's move on to uh, projectors. So projectors make up about 20% of the population, and their strategy is to wait for the invitation. Um, and this is only when you're working with other other humans or other um, energy beings. If if you're trying to you know start a business that you're passionate about, or work on a project, or move into a new apartment, as long as you're doing it by yourself, then that's something that you can just start creating. It share your gifts and create whatever you want to, because um, ultimately we all need to do what lights us up. Um, but specifically projectors are here to be the guides. And so we really need to wait for an invitation in order to be that guide for somebody else. Um, so make sure that you are invited into an experience with another person so that you both feel successful in the end. Um, that energy exchange is a positive one at the end. If you jump into somebody's life and say, I can see, um, where, you need help and I can help you. And this is how, what you should, what you need to be doing in your life. You're going to feel resistance and, um, that person might not be ready to hear what you have to say yet. Um, so just make sure that when you are working with others, other energy beings that you, um, that you wait until you are truly invited into their life, into the project, into the relationship, into the apartment, into the marriage, like everything with another person, make sure that you're truly invited. It doesn't have to be a physical handwritten invitation. It doesn't have to be a, hi, I'm inviting you into a brand new relationship. It, it's more of the energetics of it. So can you feel the flow of energy? Projectors are here to be our guides and their strategy is to wait for the invitation. So let's move on to manifestors. Um, they make about make up about eight or nine percent of the population and their strategy is to inform. They are here to be the initiators and they're the big creators of like brand new um, infrastructure infrastructures. <laughs> I cannot say that word. They're here to be the initiators on new things like that. Um, so their strategy is to inform, and they need to make sure that they inform people before they start their new project or make that decision on diving into um, starting their company or something like that. If they do not inform people and tell people what they're doing before they dive into it, that's where they're going to run into problems. Um, they're they're going to feel frustrated and. Um, that's when they're, they're going to get angry <laughs> about things. So they, they do have a very powerful impact here on this earth and, um, initiating their new ideas and new way of doing things is, is their gifts that they're sharing with the world, but they really need to make sure that they, um, they communicate that with everyone first. So make sure to inform if you're a manifester, your strategy is to inform, um, and finally, reflectors. They are more, so they're, I like to call them the chameleons of society. <laughs> um, and they make up approximately about 1% or 2% of the population. And their strategy is very interesting. So when you look at their chart, they are completely open. They do not have any energy centers filled in. That means that they, they don't have, really have an authority and they don't really have a strategy for themselves internally. Their strategy is going to be external. So their strategy is to wait through a full moon cycle before any before making any major decisions. Isn't that 
just insane. So they are so in tune with nature and with the moon that they can feel what's going to be right for them as they move through a moon cycle. And this can be like with women even. If you are a woman and you are moving through your menstrual cycle, you can feel the different energies as you move through your menstrual cycle and you'll know what's best for you. Sometimes the answer will come um, at the beginning of the moon cycle. Sometimes it will come in the middle. Sometimes you'll have to wait a full 28 days. But reflectors really need to make sure that they align with something before they make that decision. The reason why they need to wait um, a full moon cycle before making decisions is because um, since they have so much openness in their chart, they relate so much to everyone else that they think they'll want what the other people have or what the other people are desiring. So for example, um, if a reflector is at work um, and they're overhearing a conversation or talking with their friends about going on a vacation to, let's say they're going on a vacation to Antarctica and they're going to go study penguins, like something that maybe you wouldn't necessarily be aligned with. They will hear this person talking about it so passionately and they they'll they will feel their feelings and they will pick up on their energy and they will want to do the same thing. It's so crazy. So um, yeah, if you're a reflector, And if you ever felt that way, make sure that you wait a full moon cycle before hopping on that train because you need to make sure that you truly align with that decision that you're going to make. And it's not just because someone else brought that energy to you. Um, Reflectors also need to spend a lot of time by themselves to kind of get back into their own energy and flow. Um, So yeah, those are the five energy types, generators, manifesting generators, projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. Um, I went through the strategy for every one of them. And your authority is a little bit different. Um, So if you can see on your chart where you see authority, authority is going to be like your – the energy center that takes precedence over the rest when you're making decisions. So for example, if your authority is your emotional or solar plexus, which about 50% of us have this, um, this means we create our own emotions and we um, ride an emotional wave through life. So we're on ups and downs all the time throughout the day, throughout the week. Um, and we, what we need to do with this authority is we need to feel those emotions and we need to take account into account what they're telling us. And then we need to wait to make our decision until we are at a place where we're very cool, calm, and collected. If we make a decision when we are on an emotional high or an emotional low, um, it might not be a decision that best fits with our energetics or with our soul's purpose here. So we need to make sure that everything that we are deciding is based on how we feel when we're cool, calm, and collected and what those emotions have told us throughout you know, riding the waves. Um, so yeah, it's a really beautiful, beautiful way of making decisions. And there are seven different um, authorities. There's emotional, which is from your solar plexus. There's your gut, which is in your sacral center, your spleen, which is in your splenic center, your heart, which is your ego or your ego, which is in your heart center, self-projected, which is in your G center or the yellow one in the middle, environmental slash sounding board, which is only found in mental projectors, and then obviously the lunar cycle, which is found in reflectors. Um, So 
yeah, there are, what did I say? Seven different authorities. Um, but most of us do have emotional authority, which is found in your solar plexus. So getting to your authentic self. Um, what we need to do is we need to get real and start living by our strategy and our authority. And we need to start the deconditioning the deconditioning process as soon as we can. So what the deconditioning process is, um, basically since we've been born, we have been conditioned to be a certain way, to be how our parents want us to be, to be like our older siblings or older cousins we think are super cool, um, to be like our peers at school, what our teachers think we should act like or be like. Everything since we've been We've been we've been so influenced, especially between the ages of zero and seven, um, to be a certain way. And we pick up on so, so much, especially as a child before the age of seven or up to the age of seven, um, that that we have become more of what society wants us to be versus who we are truly inside. And um, what human design helps us with is uncovering who we truly truly are in order to become our most authentic self. So we need to follow our strategy and follow our authority and decondition anything that isn't our true selves. So the deconditioning process starts um, with us right now. And it's never too late to start deconditioning yourself. Um, if you're in your early 20s or late 40s, it doesn't matter. There's, It's never ever too late to start this deconditioning process. Um, and what I like to tell people is that the deconditioning process is as easy as you make it. Some people will say that it's going to take at least seven years because our cell, so our cells will turn over every seven years and we can literally shape and change who we are um, within those seven years. It's crazy. So that that's kind of like the science behind human design is that it might take seven years in order for you to fully decondition and become your most authentic self just because um, that's how like when your cells literally will turn over every seven years. So um, but also I like to say that the deconditioning process doesn't have to take that long as long as you like put in the work and you decide right now that you're going to just let go of everything that no longer serves you and follow your authority and follow your strategy. And it's going to take work. I'm not going to say it's easy and I'm not going to say you can do it like in one, it's going to be perfectly done in one night, but you can start the deconditioning process now and it's literally going to be as easy as you make it. Put in the work and um, yeah, start living your authentic self. So one thing that I wanted to touch on in this episode is about how human design was created. So human design from the beginning and then how um, the the human design system, like why it is the way it is. So originally it was founded in 1987. So it's a very, very new way of looking at things. And it was, it was discovered um, or founded when Ra Aruhu um, – this guy living in Ibiza, um, he, w- he was in an eight-day meditation, and he downloaded all of this information. Um, he was educated in 
like the the chakras. He knew he knew about all these things: the, the chakras, astrology, um, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah, everything. And and he was very educated in modern science and psychology. So he um, kind of was able to to dive into this meditation and like connect everything in on such an extreme level that he was able to create a new system, which is the human design system. Okay, so um, Ra-Aruhu took into account all of these ancient different teachings. Again, astrology, the Chinese I Ching, um, the seven chakra system, and the tree of life or the Kabbalah. Um, and also um, genetics, biochemistry, astronomy, and quantum mechanics. Um, that's why I love human design so much is because it's it's such a – perfect way of combining the spiritual and the scientific world. What human design says about the evolution of sapiens or humans is that the Neanderthals were five-centered beings, five energy centers. So their chart looked a lot different than ours. Um, as they evolved, they we created um, homo sapiens, which were seven centered beings. And that was everyone was in the in the world basically had seven energy centers up until 1987 when we moved into a new era and humans um, evolved into what we are today, which is nine centered beings. And um, this is called homo sapien in trans. I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Um, but basically, we have become more emotional. We do not have to rely on our instincts for survival anymore. And a big part of our purpose um, as a nine-centered being is to, is to connect with others and to feel connection and feel like our lives have purpose. Um, back when we were seven-centered beings, we – we're purely alive for survival and um, figuring this world out. And now that we don't need to worry about that anymore, we we basically have the world figured out. Um, we we seriously need to start healing Mother Earth <laughs> in order to um, continue to live here for a, lo a lot longer than what we probably are. Yeah, we basically we we need to start healing Mother Earth if we want to continue to live here for sure. Um, so nine centered beings came along, um, for sure in the 1800s and yeah, it was where that's, that's how we are today. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. So in this episode, you learned about, um, your authority and your strategy. Um, and then you also learned about how human design was created and, um, how far back this theory actually goes and how we can use human design in order to manifest our dreams and live in flow with the universe, find our purpose, and just be like a happy light being that lives their life exactly how we are created to live our life. And so I actually have one-on-one -on -one sessions. If you would like to get a reading done um, by me, I'll put the link in the show notes to sign up for your human design reading. If you're interested in learning more about human design, um, I am launching an online workshop all about um, human design and how to use it in your day-to-day -day life and then how to help others. So basically, you'll be able to read full human design charts by the end of the course. You'll learn everything you need to know about human design. Um, 
So that course will be coming out in June of 2019. And when it's available, I'll put the link in the show notes. But um, thank you so much for listening to this first solo episode here on the High Vibe Human podcast. And yeah, I'm excited for more solo episodes and for more interviews and everything like that. Thank you for listening. Love and light from your host, Lexi.